Okay, today's vad has been dedicated for my Hatzlocha and my brother Rabbi Shai's Hatzlocha. So, I don't know about that. Whoever it was, we appreciate it. We can use as many brochas as we can get. Okay, so let's go a little deeper in the sugya, a little clearer in the sugya. Okay, what we've been working on. Say them. So we established something very, very deep. I just want to like get it a little clearer. Okay? Simply speaking, simply speaking, the fight, always Golos is a fight of spirituality. All the external suffering and problems and, you know, political arena in which the Golas takes place is only the external effects of what's really going on deeper in the spiritual uh, Golas that's going on, right? So we know that it was really a fight between Chochmas Yavon and Chachma Yisrael. That's very clear. Okay? And simply, the fight could be understood in a very, very uh, simplified way that Yovan was the Chachmei HaTeva. Okay? They understood nature and all the powers of nature and all the science of nature. They had a tremendous Tfisa on nature. Tremendous Tfisa. Till this day, there is still foundations of science that comes from them, right? Powerful understanding of nature. Chochmas HaTeva. Now, what's the Chachma Yisrael? Chachma Yisrael also know about Teva. At the end of the day, when you are sick, you go to a doctor. Right? So understand also Chachma, they understand the Chachma of Teva. Just the difference is that Klal Yisrael believes, first of all, they have a Machlekes in Teva Gufa. Let's try to understand that. We know that on Hanukkah we light eight nights. Correct? Eight nights. So the big question, the whole world asked the question, how come eight? The first night is Teva. First night is nature. You had one Pach Shemen. One Pach Shemen is supposed to last one night. So the seven additional nights, that's the miracle. So we should do seven, not eight. Right? That's the famous question the whole world talks about. Correct? So the altar says that when we see the Nisim, Geluyim, that the Shemen could last for eight days, right? From the Nisim, Geluyim, or the Moide Benisim, the storm, based on the Lashon from the Ramban, at the end of Pasha's boy, that even the first night, when the oil was lit, it's also a nest. Teva is also a nest. It's a hidden nest. Because that's the normal way that Hashem runs the world. But it's a nest also. That's why the Medayik that they say in the Piyut, For those with Bina, it's eight days. Why those with Bina? Because Bina means, I could pull out something new. 
I saw from the miracle of the seven additional nights, I learned something new from that, that even the first night was a nest also. That means, if you're saying that Teva is also a nest, like the Lashon Ramban, ain't Teva umin hagashal ilum klala kolbuk zeres elyon, right? So that means it's also a nest. So it's not science dictating reality. It's God, Hashem, willing that into existence at every moment. That's also a miracle. It's not that the nature itself intrinsically has the power. It's Shlech of Hashem, right? So let's just get that clear. Chachme Umasa'ilam believe in Teva. Teva means that you study the natural world, you understand all the powers of the world, how it works, how it runs, and it's only about revealing. Chachmah Teva is about revealing. They reveal the reality and they work within that reality. And they maneuver within that reality. That's Teva. Right? But by Klalisol, even Teva itself is a miracle, which the point of that is that in Klalisol we understand that you could bring Hashem more into the world and make reactions in the world and go above nature. It's more like an Asik with Hashem. Through Torah, through Tefillah, you can make changes in the Olam Ateva too. The Olam Ateva is a Shliach of Hashem, Things can change. So the, the, the supreme and the ultimate control is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, And it's the connection with Him that really is maneuvering life. Okay, I just want to get that a little clear. That means if you're a scientist, if you're a Bucky, that means your knowledge gives you power. Your knowledge gives you control. Because you can maneuver life around your interests. And you can protect yourself. And you can do, That's all in your hands. Everything is in your hands. So you have your will. And you have to be living the most unbelievable prosperous life that you can. And and pleasurable life, and whatever you're looking for in life, and then you use the power of wisdom, and the power of chokhmah, to make sure that you can manipulate and control the Teva world to fit your needs. But you can't change anything. The only thing you could do is maneuver. It's not really changing. It's just the more clarity, the more understanding you have, the more you can maneuver with it. Okay? And it doesn't necessarily include ethics either. Because if I want something and you're in my way, I know how to convince you. I know how to get you out of the way, right? So it doesn't necessarily include morals or ethics. It only It's only science. Science is facts. And facts give you power. And power gives you success. Power gives you control. That, that's their world. It's Teva. The world of Teva. Which we explained, it's not just a question of science versus Hashkocha uh, Pratis. Hashkocha protest means that really it's only Hashem, right? And the Olam Teva is in the hand of Hashem to do what He wants in this world. And it doesn't, it's not scientifically proven that if you eat a kezayis of chelev that you're going to die young. It's only one kezayis of fat. So it's not scientifically proven. But if the terrorist says that if you eat the kezayis, you're going to die young, so then all of a sudden you get in a car accident, whatever. That means that the teva is working. That's why the Ramban says, 
that one who does not believe in this concept of Hashkocha Pratis, and he doesn't believe in Tzchavayinish, and he doesn't believe that everything is a miracle, and then, Ein Loichelek B'Toyras Moshe, he can't understand the Torah. He just Pasha can't understand it. Because it doesn't make sense that if you're a good boy, you're not sati metarat, and now you're gonna have parnosa. Parnosa is a different science, right? So you see that fundamentally there's an argument going down over there, for sure. Fundamentally there's an argument going down. And the fact that there should be a higher power, and a human being can communicate with the higher power, and can have a connection with the higher power, and could override things in Teva, like we see in certain areas, Bitochen has that Kayach, and Tefillah has that Kayach, and Torah has that Kayach, right? So that's, they didn't want to believe that. Okay? So they had to now come towards Minus and Kvira and Apikorsus in order to deny that. Okay? That we see very clear in Chazal, there's many many marmikaymas about this, that there used to be what we call prophecy in Klal Yisrael, Nevuah. The Zelumazeh, the fighting force against Nevuah, was Avodazar. Okay? So when Avodazar became bottle, the Goyim says, that's when Nevuah went bottle, because they have to go together. But the Medayik from the Mephoshim and the Rambam is that Avodazar wasn't 100% bottle, it became into minus and kfira and atheism. It changed into that. The Koyachara was leaving from Avodazar to minus apikorsis. Okay? The fighting power against that is Torah Shabbat That's really where it goes down. So this was basically the fight, but we, we explained that it included Midot involved in that. It wasn't just a question of Ideology or philosophy or concepts in uh, in Hemuna and Betochen, because we see that the Chazal bring out all the bad midot, correct, of the of the Yevonim and all the good midot of the Tzadikim, Tamein biat Tehorim, right? Tzadikim biat Rushoyim. Right? So we see that there's much deeper there. So the way we were explaining all along was that it's not just an argument about Teva, it's an argument about the human being and the world. Right? So if the main point of the world is me, and I have to know science in order to control my life, and to take hold of my own life, and I'm the master of my own fate, and based on more science and more knowledge and more understanding that I have, the more successful I can be. So then it's all about me. And then there's no morals and ethics in that world. So then it's taiva, and then it's kina, and then this kas, and there's ritzicha, and then all this kind of stuff. Okay? We also explain that they don't want to believe in that there's a higher power. Why not? That could be Gaiva, that could be Kina. Therefore, they have to fight it. They have to fight it with Chutzpah, Azus, Prikasol. So you see, there's a whole deeper layer than just the philosophical fight over there. You understand? And they had a big agenda to knock out Torah from the world and Kedusha from the world because 
they cannot stomach that there should be a reality that, that's bigger than them and higher than them, right? That was the idea that we were talking about all along, right? So that we explained was Zaydin Biyad Oiske Teresacha. Oiske Teresacha. The main point, L'chayru, would be that those that are second Torah, are Oisik in the, especially Torah Shabbat is dealing with the concept of living with Hashem in the middle. Living with the Rots in Hashem. Living with Ashkoch Pratis, Living with Shav Oynish. Living with Yerushamayim. Living with Kabbalah's own Malchus Shemayim. They represent that whole world. And in that world, since Hashem is in the middle, so now Midas are coming in. He wants chesed, he wants humility, he wants mercy, mahu af'ata. So he's in the middle, so you're following him, right? And yamayati o'elam chesed yibonah. So it comes out two different worlds. And it's almost impossible not to see it. Not from the niceness of the midas, no, it's much deeper than that. Because, I'll try to explain, it's a very deep point. When we say, where's the source of all our good midot? is we have a Tzalem Elohim, right? Tzalem Elohim means we can take the natural tendencies, like we said yesterday, the natural tendencies of Chesed, Gevura, right? But we can take them to a level that's above human. You see, that's the key point here. You have to chop that. That's the key point here. We have to bring things above human. Above human means that I brought Hashem into the world, which gave me a power to be higher than a standard human being. There's a change in Teva. That means we could do chesed in a way that a person looks at you and says, whoa, this guy has a lekus in him. His selflessness is so high that human beings don't have that. Scientifically can't explain that, right? That's called higher. So that's the key point in the kfiru. You gotta get the amkis. It's not just a question is that I'm a nice guy and they're not such a nice guy. No, it's deeper than that. Because in the world of science, there's no explanation for that. That means I brought Hashem into my world. I brought Hashem into my personality. I brought Eloikus. I have a Tzalem Elohim. I have a Neshama. That's a Chelek Elokeimimal. is shining out from me in my life. So in the human being itself, you see, not just miracles in the world. You have to get that. You have to see in the human himself, and that's through the Koch Torah. Then you also see reactions in the world. Because with tefillah, the guy is dying from cancer. And the teva, world of teva says we don't have an explanation to do that. And then with the kayak of tefillah and mitzvahs and terror and whatnot, you created a change in the world. A reaction in the world. So that, oh, there is a way of bringing the Rabbani Shalom mixing in. So this is the deep part here. In the, in the, in the midis of the person, in the reactions in the world, this is all what's coming out through the Chochmata Torah. Do you understand? Against what they say only science. So, two parts. In only science, first of all, a person's mukbul to his nature. There's something called nature. Nature and nurture, you know? And they felt, in Api, this is Apikorsis, that you can't change. That's what you are. You could use your nature, you could avoid triggers to your nature, you could play with life. You understand? You could do things. So, this is a very deep subject and a lot of things in psychology, I'm not going into it now, but 
The point is they're working only with nature, and nature doesn't necessarily have ethics and morals. It only looks for success. Okay, so that's a very fundamental difference, which required Kfira to deny the existence of a human being's connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, with Hashem's connection with the world. They have to deny that. But they can't deny it. It's in your face. You can see it. So that's why they have to make rules against Torah, against Brismila, which makes you the Caliph for Kedusha, against Shabbos, against Rosh Chodesh, whatever it is that they're fighting. They have like an agenda to blot it out of their face. Hagamah exists, but if you make it not exist, then it doesn't exist. And therefore they're going after the Chachma Yisrael, which were called the Prushim, that were very strong holding up. As opposed to the Tzedukim, and the, there was many Jews that became Apikarsim, and they were influenced by the Chochma Sibonis, which they, they felt to it, many, many Jews. And the Ramban says, Lulei would have been forgotten. There was a tremendous amount of mysterious nefesh that was required there. That's why it's called Choshech. The, the, the Golis is called Choshech. Every Golis is spiritual darkness. But this was so dark that there was no way to even move over here, you know? Pitch black. It was almost, it was actually, this is a different shmuz, but it was so dark that they really didn't have an Eitzah. The only thing they had to do was Messias Nefesh. But they were really stuck. This was a, a horrible gazelle that was going on, right? But I want to bring out uh, one more knech in all that we've been saying and studying and learning and understanding. And we're learning more and more every day that if we don't have emuna, we don't have betochen, and we don't have Hashem in the middle of our lives, then we have no, then we are like Yevonim too. You understand? So we have, we're getting, we have to get avoid that of this thing, you know? And Tikkun Amidis, we see clearly is connected with Emun and Betachin. Clearly. Because if you're science, then Midas doesn't change. And then it's about control. It's about getting what you want, right? It's about meeting your needs, not living to a higher power, right? So they're all connected. That's what we've been learning. But there's one more Nakuda I just want to, like, bring out a little bit yes, Oymik over here is that, in the Midrash Chazal, it's Mavur that there was it was Shevet Levi, not just the Chachom. Happens to be in general the Shevet Levi, the Kohanim. We have some Kohanim over here. Cherub is a Kohen. However, you're not a Kohen, right? Right. So, so they are. Uh, they have Shevet Levi with the Yoyru Mishpatech Aliyakov with Teras Yisrael. In general, they were the Tamid Chachomim. They didn't work, they didn't have a chalik and nachla in, in, the, in the land, they weren't in business, right? So they were the tamidi chachom, the oiske terasechom. However, rule of the Bajosh Chazal that there's a tchunas hanefesh of Shevet Levi, and befrat the kohanim from Shevet Levi, that they have a certain tchunas hanefesh which was needed to make the fight. Something special about Shevet Levi, which is special, but it's also dangerous if you use it the wrong way. Okay? So if you remember, we said that the, the war against the Chachma Yisrael, against Tereshabal Peh, against Hashem, the Kfir, always coming from what we call Azus. Az Kanamer. Az. Az means you're not a spoil from nobody. Right? It's a certain, uh, Azus that you have to have. Right? 
So Shevet Levi has in the Tchunat Sanefesh something called Azus de Kedusha. Now Azus de Kedusha is discussed in Halacha, in Shulchan Aruch, based on the Torah, based on the Mishnah Masechtis Avis, where in Orachayim, Semen Aleph, it talks about that you should not be nispol from anybody who makes fun of you, or looks down at you, who uh, puts you down in Avoid Hashem. Right? That's one aspect of it. Of Azus means I am not nispol from nobody. I'm not nispol. I do what's right. I do what Hashem wants me to do. It doesn't matter if the whole Bria thinks we're retarded. Doesn't matter. Which kid who's 20 years old is sitting and learning when he could be either preparing himself for a career by going to college or doing the early stages of work to build himself up in a company. It's not a normal thing. And I say, you know what? I'm not going to think about that. I'm just going to sit and learn by a Gemara. It's not a normal thing to do. That's a certain Azus. Because the whole world says you're, you're crazy. The whole world looks at you like you're not normal. Right? That's a Midah of Azus. There is a certain Midah of Azus, the Midah of Kanoyus, of fighting for the honor of Hashem, protecting the honor of Hashem, fighting against the Chaitim. That all takes a Midah of Azus. Azus the Kedusha. It's a dangerous thing, Azus. Because if you use Az Panim the wrong way, you get Hanam. It's not a simple Zach to do. You have to know how to use it. You understand? One day, I'm running out of time. I'll tell you very fast. One time somebody told me, like, Tain on Yeshiva Bach. I'm going to say it very fast. But you know that they walk around, they're shirt out. Where's the Darachares for people, you know? So I explained to him that obviously it's a maturity and a, and, a, and a work that a person needs. But I said, these kids, they have to, in Yiddish, you call fifon. They have to fifon the whole world to do what they're doing. So since they're still immature and not developed, they just fifon the world, you know? Because they're fifing on the world. They're behefts of fifing on the world. Because to sit and learn is going against the Derech to sit and, and to do what they're doing is going against the derech ha'olam. That means that they're not a spoil from the oilam. You have to do things you're not a spoil from the oilam. You're walking around with your hat and jacket. It's 90 degrees outside. You're sitting there in Harving and Bismarck where all the people are partying. Whatever it is, whatever's going on in the world and the way they're looking at you, you're doing different. So you're bechefts of fighting on the world. So when you're immature and you're not worked out over Hashem, so when you go on fife mode, you can fife on the whole world he said, I'm not in a spoil from nobody. I don't care what you look at me. I walk around my hand, my beard not shaved, my shirt open, it's just hanging out to the floor. You know, it's wrong, but it's understandable where it's coming from. Okay, but that's a schmooze in itself. Bottom line is, there's such a thing called Azus de Kedusha. Okay, Azus de Kedusha. Shevet Levi has that power called Azus de Kedusha. Now, Yaakov Avinu was not happy the way they used it by Shechem. You know, he got a little upset at that. But Be'etzem, they have Azus to Kedush. They used it by the Chet Egel that they didn't, they did Mila Shem Elai. They have that Koyach, Pinchas, Eliyohanovi, the Kanoim, right? They have the Koyach called Azus to Kedush. 
So it wasn't just an accident that Shevet Levi was making the fight. Because the force against the Torah was coming from Azaz of Tumah. The force to protect the Torah and to protect the Hashkoch protest and Hashem in the world is Azaz the Kedusha. Now, but, again, these are all long subjects and we're running out of time, but, 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 this Mid of Azus, really, the Sipona writes, that Shevet Levi Be'etzim was Shaykh to Malchus, to the kingdom. But the reason why Yaakov Avinu told him he can't be a Melech is because he has Azus. Malchus can't have Azus. That's why the Ramban writes in Parshas Vayichi, that ultimately, uh, Beis Chashmon got punished because they took Malchus away from Yehuda, they gave it to Levi. That means Malchus is not Shaykh to Levi. But Kanoyas is Shaykh to Levi. So this is a very deep point, I think, in general. We have to talk about it more. Maybe I'll give a shmuz later. There's a lot here. There's a lot here. I'm just going fast. But the point is, not every person has every mila built in him, you know? There's people that have different milas. You have Shevet Levi Koyach. You have Shevet Yehuda Koyach. There's different Koyachs. You can't be a Kol Yochol. You can't have Kanoyas and Malchus Mevasachas, you know? The two things are not living with each other. You have different Koyachas. And a human being has to know that's the big thing of Achtus also. I am not the Kol Yochol. I have my Koyach, and you have your Koyach. And we have to know how to work together. Each person using his Koyach. That means where the Koyach of Kanoyas and Azus to Kedusha is needed, Levi is the guy. When Malchus is needed, Yehuda is the guy. You have to know how to arrange that. Koyach. Okay, but that's a long schmooze. We have to stop here for today. And hopefully this afternoon we'll do something.